Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Connecting the Dots. We here at the Stiefel Think Tank Group use this forum to more deeply explore our analysis. We do bespoke data-driven advisory work for clients of the firm, and we really focus on uh, finding and unpacking change. Um, we do put out some of our general findings, and we then use this pod to dig into that uh, and talk about it. We really looked at automobiles this time, and we're going to try to explore a 30,000-foot view of supply and demand for cars. Second, we want to look at a trade-up, trade-down lens that we built and see what we're looking at there. And third, we apply some survey and digital metrics that we analyze on what might be changing within the industry. And that idea is we challenge an expert with this pod to three data points to talk in about 10 minutes at what we're getting at. Where is this change? What are we seeing here in this work? I burned about a minute on the intro, but that's part of the fun. We do have the perfect guest here uh, to explore all this analysis, Jamie Albertine, great friend of the show, VP of Corporate Development at Group One Automotive. That's a $16 billion auto dealership company in the US and the UK. He had a long and uh, great Wall Street career covering autos, started in investment banking. I've had the pleasure of working with Jamie before. But he's more than that. He's a dad. He loves cars. And he also runs in these 24-hour races with some teammates. It's impressive. I'm impressed when I get above two miles. Jamie, welcome. And am I right about those races? Dave, thank you for having me. You are, uh, indeed. But got some friends that I used to run with in college. And, you know, uh, we're gluttons for punishment, I guess. And every year we get together and put ourselves through a roughly 20-hour a uh, relay race across 200 miles in various parts of the country. And, you know, the first time I did it, you know, running through the hills of Oregon in a lightning storm at two o'clock in the morning was a little interesting to say the least, but uh, I think lots of really interesting parallels and metaphors, maybe to kind of how we look at the world previously as an auto analyst covering the auto industry, now in the auto industry at group one and, uh, you know, tackling, uh, you know, big monumental challenges that are out there. But anyway, a uh, long time uh, listener, first time caller, as they say, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here and uh, looking forward to getting into your questions. Great. Um, Americans love cars. We know this. Not everybody loves them as much as you do. Um, and the way we look at everybody's supply and demand and sales is SAR. And, and, and we've seen it, you know, real low in financial crises periods and, and, you know, double that when when times are good very volatile since covid what's going on with sar you know we we've put this chart in front of you what do you think is going on with sar and what does it tell us yeah look great great point i think anytime you're studying the auto industry using sar as a baseline or benchmark for kind of where we are in the cycle is really important and you know during kind of regular economies regular markets it trends right around 16 17 million you know in the great recession it dropped to about you know, eight or nine million, right? And so when we think about COVID, going into COVID, we were at that, call it 17 million uh, uh, unit mark, uh, supply constraints, issues related to COVID, which frankly have lingered uh, for the vast majority of, of manufacturers to this day, uh, has us trending in the, you know, 15-ish million range. So still uh, somewhat below, uh, if you will, kind of historical steady state averages, um, which perhaps lends itself uh, to the suggestion that we still are in an environment where demand uh, is outstripping supply. That that makes sense. So that friction is is sort of still there. And 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 you know one of the reasons we look at all this kind of change is to understand the ebb and the flow of that. Well, that's great. That leads us right into the second 
uh, piece of the work. So trade up, trade down. We've done this work in other industries and other situations. We built it for autos. We wanted to look at it. And what we found was a real move to trade up in the consumer from the beginning of COVID into 23. And since then, it sort of flipped the other way into trade down. I wanted to know what what you think about trade up, trade down, and why it might be worsening or softening so much in, in 23. Yeah, look, I, I think this is a really great analysis. The auto industry, you know, moves in shades of gray. It's very rarely that it's all on or all off. The biggest, biggest disappointment is this chart isn't in maize and blue. I would have expected more from you. However, um, you know, just wanted to maybe give a quick shout out. Our CEO is a big Go Blue fan as well. Anyway, as we uh, look at what happened post-COVID, um, I mentioned the demand outstripping supply. You know, there was a moment. Uh, when it seemed that, you know, money was being infused in the economy in big ways and consumers were reemerging in the economy. And there was a retail therapy, as I think about it, moment in time. And maybe as an example, you know, you've always wanted that five series, but maybe this time, you know, you really splurge and you go to the M5. So, you know, there was a moment in time when, when people were uh, spending, um, I think, to celebrate, quite frankly, uh, kind of, you know, coming out of one of the uh, most jarring events in, in most people's um, uh, lifetime, certainly modern history. Uh, and now what we're seeing, I think, is as interest rates have rise um, and, and frankly, you know, may continue to, you know, I think we're hitting uh, a little bit of price sensitivity perhaps in the market. When you look at not group one data, uh, certainly uh, you can look at national data, whether it's the Mannheim Used Vehicle Index, whether it's Experian Credit uh, data, you know, the monthly average payment for new and used vehicles is uh, higher than it's ever been. And when you look at the uh, index for used vehicles in particular, it's still well above, uh, you know, levels that we saw pre-COVID. Uh, you know, on the order of 180, 190 points on the Mannheim, you know, relative to trends in the 110 to 120 level. But not to dig into the data too deep, point is, you know, I do think that rise in rates is um, manifesting itself in terms of uh, consumers perhaps trading down in the auto market. Gotcha. Thanks for that shout out. Yeah, your your reunions are running through the night in the hills, and mine are focused on watching football games. But it's it's all good. So They're so the great. last bucket here, <laughs> the last bucket here is we have found a lot of use in crossing daily high velocity daily survey data with eyeball traction. So where consumers engaging with brands with industries. And what we found really surprised us, auto was doing a great job. They're getting really good pre-COVID to current traction, really amongst all industries on survey data, we see digital traction. And so Mm -hmm. I I, want to understand what you think of that. Is that that just this industry is changing? Is it, you know, it's doing great. Tell me why you think that is. Yeah, look, we're a hundred year old industry, right? And I think we do a really good job and there will always be a point you know, uh, there's still a role for people selling and, and servicing cars in person. Um, and, and I think that that will remain to be true, you know. However, uh, you know, the consumer's changing. And, you know, we are taking it very seriously. Our OEM partners are taking it very seriously. And, you know, we need to think about ourselves as not competing with the auto dealership down the street, but competing with the Apple store down the street or, you know, the next generation retailer or the e-commerce platform or what have you. And so as consumers are shifting and, Quite frankly, you know, they're spoiled for choice. There's lots of ways to uh, find what they want, whether it's from home or whether it's, you know, transacting on their phone or in a variety of different ways. You know, how do we think about that? How do we infuse that into our model uh, to keep pace with the consumer? Because ultimately, look, 
you know, you mentioned that nobody loves cars more than me, but, you know, let's be honest, America loves cars. Uh, you know, we in the auto retail business obviously do too. Uh, cars aren't getting less complicated. They're getting, quite frankly, more complicated, even EVs. And so I think there's always going to be a, a place for, for us, but we still need to think uh, very intelligently and, and, and work through thoroughly how do we keep pace with the evolving consumer. And, um, you know, every day is at the top of our list and at the front burner activity for Group 1, I can, I can say from uh, my experience here. That's great. Um, well, well, look, Jamie, thank you so much for joining. This has been great. Um, thanks for spending the time and, and look forward to keeping up on all this. Folks, reach out and get you in touch with Jamie. Obviously, we can talk to you about our work and uh, look forward to the next one. Thanks, Jamie. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Dave.